caring world. Hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And And this this is... Dead Time Stories. A weekly podcast where Sarah and I get together to talk about true crime, conspiracy theories, ghosts, spooky things, supernatural, paranormal, cults, conspiracies. Did I say conspiracies already? And just the generally weird, eerie, strange things, whatever weird stuff that we want to talk about that week, because it's our show. And not yours. Even though it's Christmas, we're not going to give you this show. I know. Merry Christmas, you dirty bitch. Uh, Start from the first episode. (laughs) There's your Christmas present. If you're just stumbling upon our show, Merry Christmas. That's your Christmas present. Right. Merry Christmas. episodes to catch up on. If you like today's episode, too bad you shouldn't have listened to it all the way first. You should have stopped it. Merry Christmas. And started from the beginning. Merry Christmas. Let's let's make you feel like crap so you don't want to listen already. (laughs) God, and we wonder why we don't have more listeners. But the ones who do are like gluttons for punishment. So they kind of love it when we're like, you piece, you dirty dog, you you filthy shit. Listen to my show. Honestly, it's how we pull in the people we know we want as listeners. We want those little kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you're already turned off, then like (laughs) this is not the show. But if you're into it, like, you're fucking into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're coming for that number one spot. Number one spot. And we'll take a number two squat on your chest. Yeah, and then you'll be our bottom bitch. Then you'll be our bottom bitch, which is a term of endearment. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And you know what? It's not Christmas, but it's snowing. And we recorded last week's episode yesterday, and y'all might remember we once again predicted the future, and we get we did right, girl. We got the snow day, so this giant snowstorm that's hitting the northeast right now is called Gale. So your mom is coming through. It's Gale. It's my late mother's name, and. The more common spelling is G-A-Y-L-E, and this is spelled G-A-I-L, which is the spelling that my mother used. <laughs> oh, Lord, she coming. So, oh, Lord, she coming. And she coming to give us a snow day. So I, yeah, I got off of work early today. I got home, started working on editing. Now we're doing this. And what I wanted to tell you, Stephanie, is I am prepared to record this episode. I've got some gin and seltzer water in my country junction wine glass you a freak bitch and i got a beer so i'm you're double fisting i am i'm listen i'm so jealous right now i'm ready to go oh my god i'm so excited val told me they're they're making me a drink tonight and i don't know what it is but i'm excited and i wish i had a glass of wine or something well stephanie but i don't i just i just have water and this flat two liter pepsi i've been i've been sipping on I'm drinking for two. I'm drinking for both of us. <laughs> I was like, you're pregnant. <laughs> and you're drinking I'm alcohol. And, and you're I'm drinking. like, yes, I'm trying to flush I'm drinking for two. I'm drinking for two. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to our show. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this so much. Oh my god, when so yeah, this is our, our holiday episode. Do you know what date this episode comes out? This I'm gonna comes pull out my on calendar Christmas right Eve. now. Ha- Merry Christmas it Eve. Comes straight up Christmas Eve, it's Merry Christmas. So when you guys are oh my listening god, to this, we will be uh checking out some Christmas lights. 
With or without? Smoke and blows? Smoke and blows? <laughs> uh, our yearly tradition. I love it. And then tomorrow's Christmas, so Merry Krimbus. We hope to give you some fun, interesting, lighter stories as opposed to the last few weeks to wrap up 2020. Because I don't oh think my God, we then release I... another episode in 2020. I think this also might be our last 2020 episode. I was going to say, is this the last episode of the year? Is it? Yes. It is. The... No. No, no, no. The next one comes out on fucking, fucking New Year's Eve. Oh, well, you got one more, y'all. Y'all, you got one more fucking holiday episode. You better soak it up. Yeah, so this episode comes out Christmas Eve, December 24th. So that means the next episode comes out the 31st. <laughs> Ooh, all right. So this episode's going to be fire, and next episode is going to be fire, and we're going to burn 2020 to the ground. To the ground, and hopefully bring in a very different new year. Hopefully 2021 <laughs> rises from the ashes like a phoenix with a vaccine. Let's go. Let's fucking do it. I'm ready. Shoot I'm me so up. ready. Let's go with a vaccine, with a vaccine, not drugs. I mean, it's drugs, but like with a vaccine. (laughs) This is solid gold material today. (laughs) Right here. It's because I'm drinking. You are fucking welcome, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Merry fucking Christmas to you. Oh, Merry fucking Christmas. I'm so excited. I'm too. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited about the presents that I'm giving people. I'm, I'm excited, excited about spend time together. Yes. About holiday. Blunsmos. All of it. All of the above. With the pod. With the pod. Yes. And I'm so excited um, to get into these stories. So, hey, Stephanie. Hey, Sarah. Hey. Hey, Leslie. Oh, Lord, he back. Y'all ready to talk talk about about some some ghosts? ghosts? Y'all ready to talk about some ghosts? That's Leslie. I love his little spoopy noises at the end. It's so good. Mm -hmm. And I love that you put the the music behind it. It's because I'm so good, y'all. This is why you pay me the big bucks. The big bucks. The big bucks. (laughs) Sarah, what are you talking about this week? Speaking of big bucks, um, I Daddy am... Big Bucks. It's Daddy War Bucks, but Daddy you know. War Bucks, Daddy War Big Bucks. Daddy Big Bucks. Daddy, Daddy Big, big Dicks. Um, okay, so Daddy Big Dick Boy. <laughs> okay, we're getting off course. In honor of Christmas, Stephanie, I wanted to tell you about a few Christmas traditions from cultures that are not our own. Bring it on. I will, like Donkey Kong. Let's go. Did you know in Japan, their biggest Christmas quote-unquote tradition is to order KFC chicken? I did not know that, but my sister told me that they also, like, they celebrate it as, like, Jesus' birthday. Like, it's not even really, like, Christmas. She said that they eat cake, like, birthday cake. I like that. There, You always got to find a reason to eat birthday cake. <laughs> because it's Jesus' birthday, it's so they Jesus eat birthday, birthday cake. And apparently and I was like, Jesus oh, I love wants that. birthday cake and Kentucky And KFC. Chicken. He wants fried chicken. Yeah. So forget the Christmas turkey. For many Japanese, the traditional Christmas dinner is Kentucky fried chicken. Due to a combination of tiny Japanese ovens, and a clever marketing campaign that convinced locals that fried chicken is a tradition, traditional American yuletide feast, reservations have to be made to eat at a KFC on Christmas Day. 
During the run-up to Christmas, Colonel Sanders statues outside of the Japanese outlets where Santa gear and the chicken is served in special holiday packaging, much like our Starbucks cups. But it's your okay. uh, chicken basket with the little holiday things around it. and then the- With the little mittens that look like a butt. <laughs> On the Kentucky Fried Chicken Basket. Do you ever have the warmest greetings? There was yeah, like the and then mittens it looks like a, and it looks like a butt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. We'll get to buttholes a little bit later on in my stories. Ooh, buttholes. Christmas buttholes. I can't wait. Girl, I'm, oh, I'm not. You know, that's not sarcastic. You know I was going to find a way to turn it around. A Christmas butthole? Oh, always. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're going to turn over it to around Norway. to the butthole. <laughs> what? Well, you said I always find a way to turn it around. I said turn it around to the butthole. <laughs> the butthole's already turned around. The butthole. Oh, on the I go side. out butthole first. <laughs> Come into butthole first. Butthole first. Come into the room. Butthole first. You never go into a room butthole first because you can't see where your butthole is going and you don't know what it's gonna run into. You don't right. You don't want your butthole to be what finds something in the room. You don't want to find it with your butthole first. Two big takeaways that you should have learned this year on Dead Time Stories. You don't kill yourself first, and you don't walk into a room and you don't butthole enter a room first. Butthole first. <laughs> Valuable lessons. Now, you're welcome. We're going to take a trip over to Norway, and in Norway, they play the hide your broom game. And the basically, game? they hide their brooms. Their brooms. The hide the broom game. Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your brooms, because the witches are coming up in here. (laughs) So Norwegians believe that Christmas Eve coincides with the arrival of evil spirits and witches. So it is only logical, then, that you take away the witches' mode of transportation and they hide all of their brooms before they go to sleep. Stop. (laughs) So they're like, um, Goody Proctor can't go flying around if she ain't got a broom to fly She ain't got no broom? That bitch ain't going nowhere without a broom. She ain't going nowhere. Everyone knows that's the only way they travel. She gonna have to walk, and that is gonna take a long time. A long goddamn time. Yep. Now we're gonna jump down to Guatemala, where it is, how clean is your house? The new family game show. So instead of arguing over the dinner table, you just play, how clean is your house? So in Guatemala, cleanliness really is next to godliness. Locals believe that the devil and other evil spirits live in the dark, dirty corners of your home. Therefore, they spend the week before Christmas sweeping up, collecting rubbish, and then piling everything in a huge heap outside. Finally, an effigy of the devil is placed on top and the whole thing is set on fire. I was going to say they burn it. Yeah. They burn it to the ground. So it's basically what every girl does after an awful breakup with all of her ex's belongings and memories. But they're just doing it to their whole house for the year. And they're just going to light it on fire. And they listen to Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson. 100%. And Behind These Hazel Eyes. Yes. It's called Le Cuema del Diablo, or The Burning of the Devil. And the idea is for Guatemalans to burn all the bad from the previous year and start a new year out from the ashes. And honestly, I'm into that. I think we should do that this year. I'm into that. So, Especially this year. Fuck yeah, you right. Right. Let's just clean all of our houses. Let's throw everything out on the front yard and let's burn it to the ground. I'm into that. Done. Now we're going over to Italy. 
where Santa's little helper is an old witch. So unable to conclusively prove the the existence of Santa, the Vatican decided to throw its weight behind something they'd have countless dealings with, which is an old witch called Lel Lel called La Befana, who delivers presents to kids in Italy. So the story goes that the three wise men invited the witch to accompany them to see the baby Jesus, but she said she was too busy, and therefore the legend was born. That La Befana is giving presents to kids in Italy, not Santa, but they believe in this old witch because she was too busy to go visit baby Jesus. Because she was giving out presents? I think so. That's why she was too busy? busy. Or like now, because she said she was too busy, now she's like cursed to give presents. Oh, I hope it's that one. Right? They're like, oh, you're too busy. You're too busy busy to come to the Lord's birthday and bring him a gift. Too busy. Well, guess what, bitch? Every year for the rest of time on his birthday, you will be delivering presents to every fucking baby in Italy the way you didn't deliver it to the baby Jesus. She's like, that's fine. I didn't like that baby. That's my understanding of how it goes. I like the idea that the three wise men just like knocked on her door. They're just like, Yo, we gonna go see the the child of God. Yo, you the wanna savior come was with born. us? Yo, the savior's been born. We're gonna go give him gifts. You wanna go? And she opens the door and she's got like rollers in her hair and she's like, mm, smoking a cigarette. Like, <sighs> they texted her. She was like, new phone. She's like, you know. The next day they were like, why weren't you at the savior's birth last night? She was like, no, I was too. I was too busy. I just, I was a little too busy. Now we're going to get to my two final traditions that are my two favorite traditions. And it's honestly what all of this has been leading up to. So we're in Catalonia, where the bizarre tradition of, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it, but I'm going to try and it's going to be awful. So I apologize. Cagatio or as known in English, defecating log. Locals in Catalonia create a character out of a log, drawing a face on it and giving it a hat. Then they spend a fortnight feeding it fruit, nuts, and sweets. On Christmas Eve, the entire family beats the log with sticks and sings a traditional song that translates to, if you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick until the log excretes all of its treats. It's basically like a piñata, but instead of being a piñata, they're like, it's a log that we just fed treats and now we're going to beat it until it poops the treats back out. How do they feed the log? Treats? It's like fake. Like they it's okay. like a fake log and they're like putting the candy in the gotcha. log and then at the okay. end the kids beat it like a piñata, but they're literally singing, "You need to fucking poop or I'm going to make you, you poop, poop so that I can eat what you poop." <laughs> okay. And the kids love it. Love it. <laughs> the kids love it. Every year they gotta play cockatiel. I wanna I wanna I wanna hit the poop log. 
It's hard to comprehend why this tradition hasn't caught on elsewhere. They also usually decorate their nativity scenes with a small pooping ceramic figure. Here we get into that one. So Catalonia is like where we need to go live because they get us. So they have the pooping log at Christmas. And then the other thing that they have, it's called a caganeer. And it's a figurine depicted in the act of defecation appearing in nativity scenes in Catalonia and neighboring areas with Catalan culture. The name El Caganeer literally means the pooper. And traditionally, the figurine is depicted as a peasant wearing the traditional Catalan red cap and with his trousers down showing a bare backside and defecating in the nativity scene. (laughs) The exact origin of the Caganeer is unknown, but the tradition has existed since at least the 18th century. According to the society that I'm not going to be able to pronounce, but it's translated to Friends of the Caganeer, it is believed to have entered the nativity scene by the late 17th or early 18th century during the Baroque period. Accompanying Mary, Joseph, Jesus, the shepherds, and company, the Caganeer is often tucked away in a corner of the model, typically nowhere near the manger scene. A tradition in Catalonia is to have the children find the hidden pooping figure. The traditional Caganeer is portrayed as a Catalan peasant man again, but since at least the late 1970s, the figure of a traditional Catalan woman was also added wearing the traditional guard. So it's no longer just men pooping in the nativity scene, but they're all inclusive You're and they allow women feminism. too. <laughs> Equal rights. Someday okay? we'll also have gender non-conforming pooping figurines. There you go. You know, <laughs> every day we get closer and closer to equality. <laughs> The Catalans have modified this design or have modified this tradition a good deal since the 1940s. And in addition to the traditional Caganeer design, one can easily find other characters assuming the squatting Caganeer position, such as nuns, devils, Santa Claus himself, celebrities, athletes, historical figures, politicians, Spanish royalty, British royalty, and other famous people past and present, including just days after his election as U.S. president in 2008, a pooper of Barack Obama was made available. In 2005, the Barcelona City Council provoked a public outcry by commissioning a nativity scene which did not include a caganeer. The local government was reported to have countered these criticisms by claiming that the Caganeer was not included because a civility ordinance had made public defecation and public urination illegal, meaning that the Caganeer was now setting a bad example. Many saw this as an attack on Catalan traditions. One writer of a letter to the editor asserted, a nativity scene without a Caganeer is not a nativity scene. (laughs) A second writer offered a win-win solution. He suggested including a Caganeer, but also placing a figure of a police officer with a pen and a clipboard next to him, writing a ticket for the infraction. (laughs) (laughs) 
The writer said this would achieve three objectives, respect tradition, comply with the ordinance, and educate the public about how it is being reinforced, and finally, demonstrate how important it is to respect the law. Finally, the head of Parks and Gardens publicly denied prohibiting the Kaganeer in the first place. Well, we didn't say it couldn't be there. Saying that it was the artistic decision of the artist commissioned by the city to design and install to design and install the scene. Following a campaign against the Kaganeer's absence and widespread media criticism, the next year the Nativity restored the Kaganeer, who appeared on the northern side of the Nativity near a dry riverbed, which was now full of poop. And those are my stories. I just can't get enough. Isn't it amazing? And I really think that we need to add the tradition of putting a Kaganeer in all of our nativity scenes in the U.S. So, it respects tradition. Somewhere you, in the nativity scene. Because, honestly, someone was pooping somewhere nearby when Jesus was born. Multiple people were probably pooping nearby when Jesus was born. Mary probably pooped on Jesus pooped when Jesus was while born. while Jesus was born. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. People he's, don't know he's, that he happens. might be the son of God, but he had a little shit on his forehead coming you know, out. A lot of a lot of people poop a when lot they of people have a baby, poop. and they don't tell you that. So then, when they do, when people do that, then they're really embarrassed. They're like, I'm so and they're sorry. Like, oh my god, I can't believe I pooped. And the nurse is like, "Girl, it happens. Like you've been pushing for hours. It happens to like, everyone. Makes sense. A lot of people poop when they have a baby. It's no big deal. Maybe, but eat less if you corn. didn't know that, now you know that. Now you know." And um, now, yeah, I want to look for a Kaganeer in, in nativity scenes. It I'm like going to Hobby Lobby time. to see if I can find one. If you can find one. <laughs> <laughs> Hobby Lobby wouldn't sell them. They're fucking Christian conservative. I know. Really, I know. like, anti-everything. I know. Fuck And Hobby AC Moore's out of business, so I guess you got to go to Michael's. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you think Michael's sells them? I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I bet I could find it online. One of our I listeners should send us to Kaganeer. Yeah, they should. Ugh, Maybe a dick dressed up as <gasps> Stop. Uh, hold on. A dick pooping Wink. in the nativity scene? That's bad. That might be too far. Oh, I don't know if I was going to put... Oh, my God. In the nativity scene would be amazing. <laughs> I just imagine you would just make... Of it. Make a little pooping figurine. Is it not a Kaganeer if it's not in an activity scene? I don't think so. Then I think it's just you a can't pooping just have figurine. A pooping figure. Well, because I Googled it while you were talking about it because I was like, I got to see these. I see and it. I don't even really see most of them in nativity scenes. I just see pictures of the Kaganeers by themselves. Well, yeah, because people so are like, this is my Kaganeer, but like he belongs in the nativity scene. But he scene. lives in the Did nativity Did you not hear scene. in 2005, the Barcelona city people got pissed when he wasn't in the nativity scene? Yes, I know. A nativity scene without a Kaganeer is not a nativity scene. not a nativity scene. <laughs> Gosh, can you so imagine funny. me? I love protesting the, right, the outrage. <laughs> the me like outrage. going up to like the Philadelphia Baptist Church with their nativity scene in the front and being like, um, excuse me? Excuse me. This is not a nativity scene. They're like, uh, what is with the war on Kaganeer? <laughs> <laughs> Now you can't even have a Kaganeer in your nativity scene. 
Ugh, what this is, is this supposed world to be a becoming free to? country? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I thought we were in, well, they weren't in America, though. They no, were they in weren't. Catalan, they were which in I Catalan. think is part of Spain, isn't it? Yes. I think so. Okay. Cool. So those are all my stories. Merry Christmas. Everyone fun. go Merry get a Cagoneer. Oh, my God. I love it. Or you can um, be your own Cagoneer by pooping behind a nativity scene. <laughs> Man, that's make that be the Christmas uh, tradition that people do. Poop behind a nativity of scene. Pooping in a nativity oh my scene. God. You have to be not, not like on the nativity in. scene. That, don't off poop to like the on the Jesus or something like that. That's fucking tasteless. But if you like poop off behind in the background where like one of the animals would be pooping anyway, like that's where that's he is. Funny. So I thought that's when funny. I was working on this story, I was like, maybe. So picture this our pooper intendant. He really, really wants this role in the nativity scene play. Like he's like, I want to bring back this he traditional Cagoneer. So he was play rehearsing. <laughs> To be a Cagoneer when he was pooping under the bleachers, and he just got in trouble for his rehearsals. Oh my god! Imagine if that were what happened. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) Can you imagine? So I understand we have a promo this week. We do. So Merry Christmas, everyone! For Christmas, we're also going to bring you a new podcast you should check out. So I'm going to play the promo in just a minute, but you're going to get a little taste of a new sort of. Horror, comedy, true crime, basically what we do, but add in a third host podcast. So this is The Tales We Tell. I'm Hannah. I'm Katie. And I'm Jared. And we're the hosts of The Tales We Tell, a podcast about spooky stories, unsolved mysteries, and local lore. Join us every Wednesday as we explore the darker things in life. And mask our anxieties with humor. Okay. But what kind of things do we talk about? Ghosts and spirits? Yes. What about murders and stuff? Absolutely. Aliens and monsters? Sometimes. What about dogs? Always. So if you love the creepy and macabre, and a little bit of humor with your horror, then check out the Tales We Tell on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Nice. Check it out. It's yeah. going to be hard to do a podcast with three people, as you and I have discussed. Yeah. Well, to be honest, we have mad respect for podcasts that have more than two people on a regular basis. We get it, y'all. Yeah. We have a guest and it's like, what's happening? But we love having a guest because then it's less work for us. But also, like, it's a good episode. It is. But also, I feel like when we have a guest, we talk over each other less because we really give them the floor. If well, it was what they're talking about. When it's the two of us, we talk over each other constantly, y'all. Sorry, Baba. Sorry, Baba. So go listen to the tales we tell. Do it. Check it out. Listen to them after you finish every episode of our show. (laughs) All 136 episodes. Which, if you're listening to this episode, it's because you've listened to all of them. Yes. (laughs) This is where you are. And if you haven't, you're halfway through your first one. You only have 135 and a half more to go. Let's go. To go. There we go. All right, Stephanie, what are you talking about this week? Okay, I'm so excited. So this is not Christmas related. This is just a story that is really juicy. So Merry Christmas, because I'm so excited to be talking about this. So I am talking about uh, a couple, I don't know if you've heard of them, named Dahlia and Mike DiPolito. Are you familiar with this couple? The That mm. last name sounds familiar, but other than being okay. like, that sounds like I've heard it before, I have no idea. 
Okay. So Dahlia DiPolito, her case has been absolutely wild. So I um, I want to start my story by playing a little audio clip for you. Mm. And when I play, I'm going to go ahead and tell everyone listening that like when you first listen to this, it might be like a very visceral, like emotional reaction, but I will make it all better. Like as the story goes on, I promise. So don't get too stressed out because we are going to Tarantino it. So I'm going to play this sound clip for you and then we're going to turn it around and start at the beginning of the story because this is like the middle. <laughs> Am I, is this going to make me uneasy? I'm going to take a drink. Okay, let's go. Not necessarily uneasy, but it's like emotional what you're going to hear. Okay. Okay. I'm Sergeant Ramsey. I'm, I'm the one that called you. Thank you for coming. I'm sorry to call you. Listen, we had a report of a disturbance at your house and there were shots fired. Is your husband Michael? Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, ma'am. He's been killed. No, 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 no. He's, he's been killed, ma'am. I'm sorry. No. Listen. No, no. Try to calm down. No, Listen, no, right now, we, we need to get you to the station. No, we need to get you to no, our police station. I, we, I can't let you stand, man. We have to do our job. If you want us to find his killer, okay? We need you to calm down. I'm going to need you to go with these detectives, okay? Does he have enemies? Is there anyone that would want to hurt him? Okay, who would want to hurt him? Witnesses said they saw a black male running from me. I can't let you see him, ma'am. Ma'am, I cannot do this right now. Okay, so she definitely took acting one. <laughs> you better stop. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Dahlia DiPolito coming home to find out that her husband had been murdered. Let's rewind. So, Dahlia and Mike DiPolito met in the summer of 2008. Mike DiPolito was, uh, he was alone in, you know, their home area of Boynton Beach, Florida, which is in Palm Beach County, but it's not Palm Beach. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. (laughs) But they're both very tan, very fit, right? So, Mike's wife is out of town. He's lonely. He's bored. He's like, I'm going to get me a call, girl. Oh, come on, Mike. I know. That's where we start this story. Come on. He's like in his late 30s. He gets a call, girl. She's 26. This cute little girl. Her name's Dahlia. Dahlia comes in. Dahlia and Mike get together. Instant connection, right? Not just because she's a prostitute. But he really like well, sex worker. I'm so sorry. We don't use that word anymore. She's a sex worker, which no disrespect on that. Okay. That's not the part of the story that you're like, mm. Oh, wait. But, I mean, he he's was cheating. Like, single at this time? No, he's cheating. He's No, he's married. He's married. Okay. He hires a call girl. He hires a, a sex worker. And then that much sex like worker. pretty woman, he falls in love with her. Yes. Okay. So they have a, a whirlwind romance, right? And within... Six weeks, he's divorcing his wife, who he's been married to for seven years. What? Yes. Why are men such scum? He tells Dahlia his history, right? He's like, I got to let you know, I'm a convicted felon. I've done some time. I stole some money from some people. What? He basically committed wire fraud. So he was one of those people oh. who like called old people yep. on the phone and convinced them to give him money. Right. Yep. So that's what he did. So he served. I don't uh, he like served him. like two. And, I'll let you know right you, now. I, I don't like him. You don't. I'll go ahead and tell you right now. You don't like anybody in this story. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like a single person in this story. I'm going to tell you that right now. So 
Okay. So he's with Dahlia, right? And he's like, Dahlia, I did some time, right? I, you know, I conned these people out of money. So now I'm on probation. Like, I served two and a half years. Now I've got, like, six years probation. And, like, I got to pay some restitution. Like, I'm paying people back for the money that I took from them. And she's like, I hear your your things that you've been through and that you've done. And you know what? Like, I accept you I and that's okay and anyway. I forgive you. What she doesn't do is tell him her own sordid history. <laughs> That's why she's so easy to forgive him. She's like, oh right? My she's god. like, oh, like, oh That's my god, all I can't you Like, it's okay. Like, I love you. It's totally okay. Dahlia has a history of seducing men and taking them for all that they're worth. <laughs> oh, so they could be a power couple if they had just communicated. So, whirlwind romance. After six weeks, he's divorced from his first wife. They're married. Him and Dahlia within six months. <laughs> oh my god, they're married. Okay. <sighs> So they get married in February of 2009, um, which, like it says, like six months after they met. And he was married to his first wife for seven years. Jesus. So now she's with Mike. They're married. She's like, all right, now it's time for me to start taking this man for all who more. He owns a house. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to get this house. So she's thinking, I'm going to get this house signed over to me. Then I'm going to get him in trouble for breaking his probation and then I'm going to sell this house and take this money. Right? It's a pretty so, foolproof plan. Honestly, it's, I, she, I see it. I see it. It's a good plan, right? She's starting out strong. She calls an old boyfriend. His name is also Mike. <laughs> so Dahlia has a type. Dahlia has a type. Other Mike, right? Other Mike, who was really and truly first Mike, but we're going to call him Other, other Mike, Mike, right? Okay. But Other Mike and her have a history. But part of that history is this bitch has already scammed and had sex with and stolen money from Other Mike three times. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That There's no way that pussy's that good. Someone will, t I don't, I mean, I could tell you three people who think that pussy fire, but I don't Mike, know. Mike, Mike, and Ike? What are we dealing with here? Now, here's the thing. Yes. Like her, the idea that she used her sex appeal, if you, you can watch videos of her and I'm like, I get it, but I don't get it. She's skinny and she has straight teeth, you know, <laughs> I don't know about sex appeal. But she's skinny and she's got straight teeth. Wow. And for a lot of men, that's enough. That's good. And her and Mike, they're remember, they're from Boynton Beach, Florida, which is, again, in Palm Beach County, but it is not Palm Beach. They are into tanning. They are into being fit. I use quotation fingers. Um, He's really, like, buff. Like, he works out every day. He goes to the gym every day. That's a thing. He's gym tan laundry all the way. Right. So he's like a gym rat and he's like real ripped and they're both like really tan with really white teeth. Right. Okay. So (laughs) she calls other Mike and she's like, she's calling him. She's texting him. She's like, I'm still in love with you. Like I married this other man and it's a huge mistake. Of course. And I really just want to be with you. And like, will you help me do what I got to do to like get away from him and like be with you again? And he's like, you stole my my money three times, and all I can say is, "Bitch, let's go for let's number go. four. Come on! All I can <laughs> say is, "I'm in the car outside. Get in, bitch. We going He's robbing. Like I'm down with the cult so far. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
she's like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to pretend to be a lawyer and you're going to call my husband and you're going to give him some law jargon and you're going to tell him that he can get off of probation sooner if he signs his house over to me. (laughs) And he's like, I don't know how it's going to work, but okay. It works. (laughs) He's like, oh, that sound that checks out. That checks out. And Mike DiPolito signs his house over to his wife, Dahlia DiPolito. Okay. So. All right. She's like, now I just got to get him sent to jail and I can sell this house and it'll be like my house. So she's like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get him to go to jail? (laughs) How do I get him to like break his probation? Because he does not want to go back to jail and he does not do drugs he doesn't associate with the people he used to associate with like he does not want to go back to jail right yeah and she's like how do i get this motherfucker to go back to jail so she tries to get mike to convince him that his probation is over so that he'll like skip town or right or like not report to his probation officer and does like does other mike how does he, he just rolls up to Mike and he's like, yo, 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 I heard you was on probation. He Guess calls what? him. He calls him. He's like, I'm an attorney. My name is Bob blah, blah. And I'm here. And Mike was like, oh I'm my an- God, what luck. I'm Thank on probation God for and I'm you. over it. I, I have no idea what he said. Wow. Or like how, but I mean, now that part, so this plan didn't work. The plan of like trying to get him to just break probation, right? So then she's like, I'm going to plant drugs in his car and then I'm going to call the cops and give them an an anonymous tip that Mike has drugs. Sure. Okay. So she puts drugs in (laughs) the like lid of the gas tank. Like when you pop the gas tank lid open um, and you open like you have to unscrew the cap and then that's where the drugs were. Yeah. Okay. So she puts them there. Calls the cops one night. They're on their way home from dinner. Cops pulled him over. They're like, somebody said you have drugs. And he's like, okay. And they search his car. And they don't find the drugs. Because that's not a super obvious place, apparently. Yeah. But she hid them too well. (laughs) To the point where um, Mike said the next day he went to, like, go put gas in his car. And he found the drugs. And he was like, oh, my God, Drugs. He's like, oh, my God. How did these fucking drugs get here? Thank God the cops didn't find them. And he... Gets rid of him. He's he goes like, home. Oh he's God, like, no. honey, you will never believe how lucky we got last night. She's like, Fuck. Right. So she does it again. <laughs> she puts drugs. This time, where does she put it? In the engine Spare gasket? Tire. In the Spare tire? tire? Not in the tire, but like where the spare tire is kept, like under the little thing in the trunk where the spare tire She's is. She's too good at hiding drugs. At hiding drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, baby, let's like go to dinner. Like, I know you were so stressed out. Like, you had such a crazy time. You've been stopped for drugs that you didn't have. It's like, it's so wild. Well, let's like you and me just like go to like go to this place where we've never been and like just you and me and nobody will know we're there and it's just us and like we'll have a night on like a night together and he's like okay and then she's like surprise that place is prison no <laughs> they're coming back from this surprise dinner where nobody knew where they were <laughs> and he gets pulled over by the police oh my and they're like 
somebody gave us an anonymous tip the that US? this is where you would be tonight and that you have drugs. He's like, God damn it. They search the car. They find the drugs. Oh. Okay. Mike, who's on probation, starts freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And he's like, I swear to God, like, they're not my fucking drugs. I can't, I can't go back to prison. He is sobbing. Okay. Dahlia is just standing there. <laughs> she doesn't show any emotion. She's she just, just like, stands there. Mm, that really sucks for you. And Mike <laughs> is freaking out. He notices she's not feeling any kind of way. The cops notice, because they don't know who gave the anonymous tip, <laughs> that she doesn't feel any kind of way. And they believe Mike Aww. when he says that they are not his drugs, because he's freaking out so bad. And they're like, there's something Your fucking weird about fucking her not acting any kind of way. And him, like, this seems off. You know what, guy? We're going to throw away the drugs. We're going to let you go because we believe you. Right? She's driving them home. And she's like, and God he's like, fucking damn it. Right. You know this. He's like, honey, have you been telling the cops I have drugs? Because nobody knew where we were going. No one knew where we were. Did you do this? Did you put drugs in my car and then call the cops? Dahlia, who is driving, starts freaking out. And she's like, how could you accuse me of this? Oh, my God. How could you ever even believe that? Oh, my God. Michael, why would you say that to me? And she's driving like a crazy person. And he's like, like never mind, screaming. never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. I love and he's you like, so much. How okay, honey, no problem. I believe so you. Sorry. I believe you. It's okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I ever said that. I'm so sorry. I don't believe. Okay. It's, it's, it's okay. Right? So he's like, please just fucking, like, get us home. I told you. She only passed acting one. She didn't go one. further than that. <laughs> She's like, I got to find a way to explain my weird behavior. The next morning, she's like, baby, I am so sorry. I was like crazy last night. Those drugs you found, I took some of them. I don't know what they did to me. (laughs) She's like, I'm sorry I've been acting so crazy. It's because I'm I'm pregnant. pregnant. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Of course. I'm pregnant. I didn't know how to tell you. I'm cra- I'm sorry I was being crazy. It's because I'm pregnant. It's that I I wish that there was that cutaway. Um, I know you've watched some of The Office, but there's a scene in The Office where Ryan comes back and Kelly, Mindy Kaling's character, is like, well, would you really feel that way if you don't care about me? Because guess what, buddy? I'm pregnant. And then it cuts away to her one-on-one monologue and she just shakes her head. She's like, no. <laughs> but that's Dahlia where she's like, I'm sorry I was acting so crazy because I'm pregnant. And then it does a cutaway and Dahlia's looking right, at the camera. Right, and she's like, little cutaway. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> so she's like, that's why I'm acting so crazy. I'm pregnant. It's because I have, I have baby brain. I'm just, I'm just pregnant. And he's like, oh my god, I'm baby. I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited. Right. Like, he <laughs> forgets <sighs> everything that's happened. Right? He's so excited. So then Dahlia's like, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to have to find a more permanent solution. (laughs) (gasps) Yeah. Get rid of my husband. Yeah. So she, one day, comes home with uh, two cups from Starbucks. And in his Starbucks, she's put some antifreeze. She's trying to poison him now. She's trying to poison him. Right. Typical wife move. Right. He takes like a sip of it and he's like, 
Blah, this is fucking nasty. And he doesn't think he's being poisoned. He's like, they made you know, my coffee Starbucks wrong. Fuck this up, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, throws away. But even from just that little sip, it got he him was sick. sick for like two weeks. Right. He was like really ill. Jeez. And she's like, okay, like maybe I need to hire a professional. Like maybe I. Need she's to really bad at this. Like really bad at it. So she decides she's gonna call up. Another ex-boyfriend of hers. Is his name Mike? No, his name is Mohammed, which is also her maiden name. Her name was Dahlia Mohammed, but uh, his first name is Mohammed. So she right? broke up with him because she was like, this is weird. She's I like, don't... this is weird. Funny enough, though, <laughs> remember that about her last name, okay? So she calls up her ex-Mohammed, and she's like, Mohammed, like, I really need to see you. I, like, miss I you. I love oh, you. Yeah, I'm still in love with you. Right. They get together. She's like, so here's what's up. I uh, need to know if you know any hitmen because I need my husband dead. Like, he needs to go. Yeah. He's got to go. <laughs> He's got to go. And Mohammed is like, why would you think I know anyone who would kill somebody? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. Like, maybe you have, like, connections or something. But, like, I love you and, like, I need you. And, like, I need you to help me get rid of my husband. And he's like, yeah, I don't I don't know about that. But, like, it's been good seeing you. So. But it's been real. <laughs> it's been real. Muhammad goes to the cops. Good. Like, good for you. Yeah. He's like, hey, my ex-girlfriend, Dahlia, is trying to kill her husband. Like, legit. And, like, I need help to, like, stop her. Because I think she's going to go through with it. Like, she already tried to kill him once. Like, I need help. Like, she has the crazy eyes. Like, you know when you look at a woman and you just know. She does. You look at her and you just know. You know. Right. So, they're like, okay, cool. What's Dahlia's last name? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't, that's Dahlia. How many know. of those are around? Uh, they're like, okay, where does she live? He's like, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> they're like, are you the only one who sees Dahlia? Does anyone else he's see like, you with Dahlia? He's like, she's like 5'4". She's brunette. She's real cute. They're like, son, could you? who is she? <laughs> so they're like, okay, Mohammed. Okay, Mo. Like, let's see. If, uh, like how are we supposed to uh, let's see what you're like how to do this right let's this is some bullshit but okay <laughs> so they're like how do you feel about wearing a wire and having like a second meeting <laughs> and he's like i mean i guess at this point right. i might as well they set up a little operation at the 7-eleven <laughs> as you do. wearing a wire Dahlia gets in the car and he's like, hey, how's it going? Like, I found somebody. And she's like, great. How much does he need? What information does he need? Let's do this. Because, like, I need this done, like, now. Because if we've learned one thing, they can't arrest you until money changes hands. Well, and he's like, okay, well, you're going to need to put, like, $1,500 down cash because he needs that to, like, get the gun. And she's like, $1,500 cash? Cool. I brought, like, I brought cash with me. So, like, here's 15. I was ready. Like, Put the put down the the deposit. Let me know what I gotta do. And the cops are like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this, is, this is like really happening." I imagine they're like in the van, like eating and shooting the shit. And then she's like, "I have the money." And they're like, "Did I she just like 
I imagine one of them is eating like noodles and like stops and like the noodles are just like hanging there so they're like okay we got her on tape she handed over some money but they still can't this- do anything Oh, not that they, oh, not that they can't do anything. They're just like, let's see how this plays out. (laughs) At this point in time, the Boynton Beach Police Department was working with the show Cops. Stop it. And they were like, they're like, Stop it. They're like, this would (laughs) make a great story. Lay this out. What if we like, right, this, this is great. What if we like, like, go in on this? Like, we could arrest her now. They have plenty of evidence right there to to put her away. And they're like, Let's do this. They're like, hey, but wouldn't it be cool if we, like, fucked with her for a bit? So, they put her in contact with um, this guy who is an undercover cop, okay? And he's pretending to be the hitman. <laughs> and there's a camera, like, in the back seat, like, and there's, like, a little pinhole that the camera is, like, seeing through, right? So, she gets in the car, <laughs> With the cop who she thinks is the hitman. And the whole conversation is recorded. She even has this, like, a few moments. Like, you see the first one where she, like, kind of glances back like she's suspicious. And she looks right at the camera. But she just keeps going. And she's like, she doesn't see it. I think she sees the hole, right? Because it's a little pinhole. Mm -hmm. And I think she sees that. And she keeps looking at it like she's suspicious. But she keeps going right but on talking about the plan. She wants Mike dead so bad that she's like, mm, I'll go with it. Speaking of how badly she wants Mike dead. <laughs> so the cop says to her, like, hey, I need to know, by the way, like, this is the last time you're going to see me before this goes down. Okay. And she's like, okay, well, so here's what's going to happen. We go to the gym together, me and him, but he's on bed rest because he just had surgery. So I'm going to tell him I'm going to the gym. I'm going to leave to go to the gym. You can either kill him at the house or if you want to wait around like nine o'clock, he's going to go to the bank. When the bank opens, he's going to pull $10,000 cash because he has to pay his partner and his partner lives near the bank. So if you want extra money, you could kill him outside the bank and get that 10 grand. Oh, my God. You just kill him at the house. But that's like that's I'm going to leave that up to you. But that's right? you. If you want that bonus, you can get that bonus. If you but want like, that that's bonus, on you. that's on you. Like it might be a riskier bonus, but there's like 10 extra grand in it for you. Or you just kill him at the house. But like either one is like fine. And then like I'll wait for the cops to be like, Something happened at your house. Um, and then I'll and be like, like <laughs> <laughs> what? So that's the plan. Right. So that's the plan. So he's like, okay, well, like, this is a burner phone. So this is getting trashed, right? I am not going to see you or you or speak to you between now and Wednesday. And I need to know that you are absolutely positive. Okay. Without hesitation, <laughs> Dolly goes, no, I'm positive. I am 5,000% sure. Before he even finishes the sentence of just like, I just need you She's to know like that this is the last him. time. No, this is good. Please do it. Please do it. Yes. So I want to play that clip for you. Oh, my quick. God. Just her saying 5,000%. And how so eager she second. is. Oh, my God. Yes. Are you sure, Dahlia? Between now and when it's done, you know, you not to have an option to change your mind, even if you change your mind. No, there's no, like, there it is oh my god no there's no way no 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 way no i am five thousand percent sure 
Is that going to be our new quote instead of 100%? 5,000%. Sure. 100% is 5,000% sure. 5,000%. So, so you heard her. I'm 5,000% sure. Wow. She also tells the guy, because he's like, okay, like, if we get caught in this, like, what are you going to say? She's like, first of all, we're not we're not going to get caught. That's not going to happen. And second, they're never going to get me. Like, they're never going to believe that I could do that. Like, you see me. I know She's you like, see me, look you at think- me. Yes. Yeah. She was like, I know you look at me and you see, and she's like tiny. She's like five two. She's like a little girl. Yeah. He's like, uh, she's like, I know you look at me and you think I'm like a cute little girl. Like, no, like they're not gonna break me. Like they're not gonna get me. We're gonna be, we're, we're gonna get away with this. This is fine. <laughs> she is so confident. She's okay? like a stone cold. Hire someone else to do her killing. Killer. Yes. Okay. So mind you, all of this has been recorded. <laughs> so, the day comes. Right. And no one has talked to Mike. <laughs> Wait, the cops haven't gone to Mike and been like, we're going to stage no. this hit on you. Oh, no. my <laughs> poor Mike. I'm so sorry that I totally hated on him in the beginning because this has been a roller coaster of emotions. Does he even know that she's not pregnant yet? So the big day comes. <laughs> okay. 5 a.m. Dahlia, like, gets up. She's like, hey, sweetie, um, don't worry about it. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go, like, work out. And, like, you know, don't forget to, like, go to the bank later and, like, grab that cash. And, like, I will see you later. Like, I love you so much. Love you, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye. She leaves. She goes to the gym. The cops knock on the door. <laughs> it's 5.30 in the morning. He's like, who the fuck called and said I had drugs again? Correct. I was like, this man's been to prison. He's been on probation. He's been framed for having drugs twice. The cops knock on his door at 538. He's like, I just had surgery. Yes. He's like, he's just had surgery. What's going on? The cops are like, hey, man, your wife hired a hitman to get you killed. You're not going to get killed today. We're in on it. We've got this. But we're going to need you to come to the police station. Okay. And like, you need to come with us now. And he's like, the fuck? He's like, what? Okay. What? Wait, did so you guys like, know right. she's pregnant? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. So they take him to the police station. They set up a fake crime scene outside the house. There's no blood. There's no like chalk body on yeah. the ground or any of that. But there's like police tape everywhere. Right. And news vans like there's a van, like cops all over the place. Right. They're red. And then. There's the clip that we heard at the beginning, right? Oh, my God. So that's why she's like, I want to see him. Let me see him. Because she wanted to make sure the job was done. On top of, again. First of all, they barely got out the word killed. They're like, your husband's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Before she, like, bursts into hysterics. And she's like, I want to see him. I want to see him. And they're like, you can't see him right now. You can't see him right now. We need to go to the police station. We need to talk. Okay. Her acting one class kicked in right in that moment. So they take her to the police department, right? And they start to ask her questions like, okay, do you, did your husband have any enemies? And she's like, oh my God. (laughs) Uh, So he's on probation because he stole a lot of money and like this person's mad at him and this person hates him and it could be this person. He had so many enemies. (laughs) Like he flipped off a guy at an intersection last week. That dude could have found him. He could have literally been anyone. (laughs) (laughs) But not me. It wasn't me. Definitely don't look at me. I'm the sad wife. Right. 
So meanwhile, they're like, Mike, like, here's what's going on. Any weird stuff. He's like, honestly, <laughs> yeah, shit's been wild since the beginning. Like, <laughs> yeah, we hit it off. She's really great. Like, I love her a lot. We have a good time. But then she wants me to sign my fucking house over to her. And then she's planting fucking drugs in my car. Then So this thing with the gym, right? I go to the gym every day. I've been going to the gym every day forever, right? And like two months ago, she's like, mm, I'm going to go to the gym with you every day. She went to the gym with me every day for like two weeks. That's it. Never went to the gym ever again. This morning, she wakes me up. She's like, baby, I'm going I'm to the gym. gym. <laughs> and he's and like, like, are you pregnant? <laughs> He's like, weird, and I thought you were pregnant, but okay, I guess. Weird flex, but okay, go to the gym. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's in the other room like, yeah, like, we go to the gym together every day. So I was like, "I'm." he's not going to the gym right now because he just had surgery. So I was like, I'll go to the gym by myself because we go every day together. <laughs> and the cameras proved that that was a lie. <laughs> This bitch. They ask her all these questions, right? They talk to her for a long time. She keeps being like, I want to see my husband. I really want to see my husband. One of my favorite parts is you hear one of the cops go, no, you don't want to see him. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's alive he's pissed. <laughs> he's pissed at you right now. Mike, I want to see Mike. And they're like, like, no, you can't see Mike right now. Like, we've got to, we've got to, like, finish, you know, talking to this. So then they bring in the undercover cop who's pretending to be the hitman, but they have him in cuffs. Okay. So they're pretending oh, okay. that he's, that he's still like a hitman, right? So they bring him in. She doesn't even flinch. And they're like, do you know this guy? And she's like, I've never no. seen him before. Who is he? Right. And they're like, you have no idea who this guy is. You've never seen him before. And she's like, no, I don't, I don't understand what's happening. Who is he? Acting, acting 101 no classes paying right? off. They take him out and they're like, all right, Talia, here's what's up. We know what you did. We have you on camera. We have the whole thing taped. Okay. He's an undercover cop. Your husband is alive. She's like, my husband is alive. And like, yeah, did you miss the part where we know what, we know you did this. We know what we happened. Know what you did. And she's like, I didn't, I I didn't, didn't do, anything. do anything. Can I see Mike? He's alive. Did I mention I'm pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, Dahlia. No. Like, we know, we have it on camera. We know you hired a hitman. Like, we know you're going to jail. And she's like, no, I, I didn't do anything. Like, you got to give it to her. She said she was, she wasn't, they couldn't break her. She not was break. not getting she broken. She was like, no. no. Even, even with them showing the overwhelming evidence, like, girl, we have you on camera. She's, She's like, that's not me. thousand percent sure. She's like, no, it's not true. I, I would never. Right. Oh my so, God. Then, like, they open the door. She sees Mike. She's like, Mike, you're Baby. okay. Mike, come here. Mike, come here. And he's like, fuck no. you. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? No. And he, like, leaves and they arrest her, right? So they, <laughs> they arrest her. They're like, you're going to jail. You get one phone call. She's like, I'm going to call my husband, Mike. Stop. <laughs> Who I just tried to have killed. Stop. 
she calls Mike. She's like, Mike, can you come get me? And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) You tried to have me killed. And she's like, no, Mike, you know me. I would never do that. I would never. And he's like, I saw the video. I saw the video. You hired someone to murder me. 5,000%, babe. 5,000%. She goes, she's like, no, I saw what they showed you. And it's not true, Mike. It's not true. How can you believe that? And I'm going to play a little snippet of that phone call. Oh, my God. Yes. It's nothing to say. I saw it. I heard it. I saw what you saw. I heard what you heard. Okay, what the f***? You said you wanted to have me killed. I heard that. Gaslighting the shit out of him. How can Correct. you believe that? How can you believe how can that? that? Bebe, Bebe, how do you? And believe that was the that? thing that killed me. Is she didn't say like that's not me. That's an actor. Like she didn't have any explanation. She was just like, how can how you believe, can you believe that? that? You know me. He's like, I fucking <laughs> saw it. Right. I yeah. I know you. You're the girl who fucking hid drugs in my car and called the cops. Maybe I should have waited and got to know you a little more than six months before I married you and signed That's the deed to my house, girl. So you heard that, right? She's like, "How can you believe?" And she's like sobbing, right? So he's like, "Okay, I'll tell you what. You want me to help you? Here's what you can do. You can sign my fucking house back over to me, and I'll help your mom." Like, I'll take care of your mom while you're in jail. <laughs> she immediately, she goes, she gets silent. And then she's like, I'm not signing anything. <gasps> and then she just totally switches. Oh, my. Well, she's not. Bitch, what do you think stop. you're going to do with that house while you're in prison? She stops crying. Right. And she's like, I'm not signing that house over to you. That's my house. That's my house. Then she calls her mom. You didn't buy like, that house. She's like, Mom, I'm in jail. Mike did this to me, and he's in my house. I want him out of my house, Mom. I want him out of my house. This yes, and you can bitch. find you can find that audio clip too. Stop there it! So there's so much juicy audio. So I've stopped. That's that's all the audio clips I'm gonna play for you. But you can see all the footage. You can see the the thing outside of her house. You can see the whole footage of her in the car with the hitman, like. There is so much evidence, okay? Girl, that's how I felt about Jonestown. I'm like, there's so much audio. There's so much footage. Yes. There's so much footage. So, like, if you're interested in this case at all, like, look into it. The footage is incredible. It's so good. So, first trial. She goes up on trial. Her defense, by the way, is that they were um, making a reality show and that Mike was in on the whole thing and it was all a hoax. And that was why she kept looking at the camera because she knew the camera was there because it was all part of their audition for a reality Stop. show. Stop. She's like, I just really wanted to be on Cops. It's my favorite show. She was found guilty. Yes. But. But. They applied for an appeal because at the time, because it was on Cops. And because the cops had, like, recorded it, they put it on, like, their Facebook, their YouTube page, (laughs) that whole thing in front of the house with her coming home and them telling her she was killed. And so her lawyers were like, she did not have a fair trial because those jurors, they didn't screen them to see if those people knew anything about her case before they brought it to trial. 
and that was a biased jury and she deserves a new trial. Wow. And they won the appeal. Wow. I could mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see winning the appeal on that basis. Yes. So she's right. going to be so found guilty again. Right. So she goes on house arrest while she waits for her second trial. Okay. Second trial comes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is she on house arrest in her quote unquote house? I don't know where she was. I don't know if she was like at her parents' house or like, you know, Mike's house. I'm not sure. But I know she was on house arrest. Okay. So that's important. So she's on house arrest for like six years. So at her second trial, they use that defense again, right? Mike was in on it. Everybody was in on it. This was like all a big hoax. Everybody knew what was going on before. Um, and it's not, you know, she's innocent. <laughs> in the lawyer's closing arguments, okay? It's the end of the trial. It's their last little to do. He's like, he's like, I know that Dahlia is innocent. And if you were to find her guilty today, you would be separating her from her infant son. Stop! She's not pregnant! She got pregnant on house arrest. (laughs) And she had a baby. Stop it! Right before trial. (laughs) By who? Who's her baby? Who's the the maintenance guy? The maintenance guy for her apartment. She had sex with him and got a baby. And they didn't tell anyone. No one knew about this baby. The baby was a big secret until the closing arguments where he's like, you'd be separating her from her infant son. And everyone's Jury like, who to- gave her an infant? Jury goes to the side. And they're like, I can't decide. She just had a baby. I don't Fuck. I don't want to separate her from her. I didn't even know. Hung jury. She gets a mistrial. <laughs> this bitch. This bitch third trial (laughs) jesus christ over like what seven years um the next trial is the next year so the next trial is in 2017 okay so she goes to trial in 2017 (laughs) her new defense okay she's got a new lawyer new defense her new defense is that it was basically entrapment and that she was set up by the police department and sensationalized by the show cops that there was never a way that they, like, egged Muhammad on to get her to hire a hitman. They pushed her, right, into hiring a hitman. Did they, they push her into so planning those happen. drugs? Like, what? And they sensationalized it by putting it on the show cops. Okay? That was that was the defense for the third trial. Did not work. She was found guilty. <laughs> Sentenced to 16 years in prison. Finally! They gave her some time served for her house arrest, but like she was her full time on house arrest between when the initial thing happened, when she initially went on trial to her last trial, she'd been on house arrest for eight years. Wow. So they took four years off her sentence as time served for the eight years she because they were like, that was house arrest. It wasn't real jail. Um, <laughs> it was a real prison. <laughs> they gave her four years off for time served. She is due to get out of prison in 2032. Wow. To this day, she maintains her innocence. What a bitch. I didn't do it. But if I did, but I didn't. But I didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But if I did, they made me do it. <laughs> if I did, it's their fault. I didn't. But I didn't, but I didn't do it. it. But I didn't. There was an interview with her on Dateline. So you can look that up. There's a oh, whole bunch of Oh, I bet there's an episode, a podcast episode about her. 
Oh, yeah. I listened to a podcast about it. A uh, big shout out to there's a YouTuber, um, Sydney B. It's C-Y-D-N-E-E. Uh, Sydney B. Sydney Black. Sorry. Sydney Black. Um, and she is who I heard about this from. And I got a lot of information from her, but then I went and like, I had to find everything I could find. I had to watch all the videos. Right? I looked up other podcasts where they talked about her. <laughs> like, so, um, big ups to her. Cause that's definitely where I got the idea for this story. And I was so like, I was so excited. Cause I was like, Ooh, I haven't been this excited to talk about a story in a long time. This is fucking wild. It is. This is a good story. So that's, right. It's a good one. So that's the roller coaster that is Dahlia and Mike DiPolito. There are, there's so much footage. There's so much footage that you can watch from this case. Ended up that Mike is okay. He just cheated on his wife and almost got his house stolen. So I feel like he got what he deserved because he's okay. Right. He didn't actually die, but he got scared. He didn't actually die, but he got some shit given to him for cheating on his wife. He got scared straight. What's he doing now? Does he own his house now? Did he get it back? I'm pretty sure he still owns his house. What's he doing now? Going in and out of court, talking about how no, they were not doing a reality show. She did fucking try to kill him. He me. can't believe that they had to try this bitch three times <laughs> to get her. She to go said to jail. five thousand percent. Why? What do you 5, not understand? So good. So uh, that is the case of Dahlia and Mike DiPolito. And Merry Christmas. I'm so excited to share such a wonderful story with you this holiday. We really hope that this helped lift your spirits for such a silly story. You know what? No one got harmed on this episode of Dead Time Stories. Right. Nobody got hurt in this episode. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You're welcome. (laughs) You all get to live another week until we bring it back around next week. (sighs) Ah. So thank you so, so much for listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed. This was a fire episode. This was real good. Uh, if I, do say so I was like, we've been on fire loved, the past few episodes. Right? I feel like we're ending we 2020 have. real strong. I know. The next episode's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's just not do it. Let's just fuck it. We're done. 2020's <laughs> over. It. Bye, y'all. We're ending it. It's been so real. Thank you guys again for listening to our show. Happy Merry Christmas. Um, if you want to support our podcast, if you're feeling like you're in the Christmas spirit and you've got a little extra cash, you should totally subscribe to our Patreon. We have $1, $5, and $15 tiers. $1, that is all you can start That's at. It. And it's awesome. And you still get stuff. I know a lot of Patreons that offer $1 and it's like, you get our thanks. For $1, you get to join our Patreon-exclusive Facebook group, which is a fucking blast. Tomfoolery all day, every Tom day. Fuller, all day. Chicanery. Uh, there is so much malarkey. You would not believe it. And it's a rocking good time. There's a lot of memes. There's a lot of laughs. It is a fantastic. It's one of my favorite parts of Facebook. Like, it's the best part of Facebook, I would say. Honestly, I probably um, would have gotten rid of Facebook if it hadn't been for the Dead been Time for Stories, our group. Stories group. It's really awesome. So it's a dollar a month. $5 a month, of course, gets you I seen it, which is me telling Sarah the plot of a horror movie that she's never seen before. And that's a good time. And of course, you also get what's in the lower tier. And then for $15, you get all the stuff from the lower tier, as well as access to special content like the celebrity ghost fart. I draw a ghost who's a famous person farting every month. Last month was this really cool, spacey David Bowie. Um, Like he was part space, part lightning. Like I got really like, 
I got really cool with it. It was neat. I was really proud of that one, to be honest with you. You guys want to give $15 because you want this content. You want that content and you want access to me, myself, and YouTube, which is the special extra content that Christina makes for our show. And it is her telling you all about some random YouTube celebrity that you've never heard of, but now you're fascinated by them because they're a total freak. Yes. And it's a great time. So all of the things that I talked about are yours for $15. You can also get merch from our website, which is deadtimestories.com. Send somebody you love a late Christmas present, present like a mug or um, a tote bag. We've got some cool shit. It's a, it's a good time. And of course, if you don't have any money, we understand 2020 is a fucking hard time, but there are still ways you can support us. And the best way that you can support us without any munmuns out your pocket is to give us a five-star review on iTunes. That's how we gain new listeners. That's how we get into that algorithm. And it's incredibly helpful and it really, really supports the show and it doesn't cost you a dime. But also if you leave us a five-star review and you take a picture and you send it to us, we will send you a sticker to your house. That's what you get. That's it. A sticker. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Here's really a sticker. Exciting. Merry Christmas. Um, but yes, you can email us, deadtimestories, all one word with a Z, at gmail.com. We love your emails. And otherwise, yeah, I think uh, I think this was a fantastic episode. Merry Christmas. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. You're welcome. Uh, keep listening. We have one more episode in 2020, and then we're burning it all to the ground. There we go. <laughs> I'm seven. I'm Sarah. I don't know why I held that. Like I don't that. know, but I went with and it. <laughs> and this has been <laughs> dead, dead time stories. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Curtison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 